In this episode, we look at how to embrace your inner child. Get excited because this is Tiny Leaps. Big change, big change. Tiny Leaps. Big changes where I share simple strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and in this episode, we want to look at your inner child. This idea that has made its way into psychology, has made its way into mental health, this idea that has gained a lot of popularity in common culture, and this idea that quite honestly, might have more value for our lives than we realize. This idea that there is a child in us, our original selves prior to the bias, prior to the world changing us, that that person still exists. And if we can just tap into it, if we can just embrace it, we will be put in a better position to create the outcomes we want, to better understand what it is we want, and to start getting more out of life. This should be a really interesting conversation, so make sure you stick around all the way until the end. Now, before we jump into it, support for this episode comes from Tiny Leaps Plus. If you've been listening to this podcast for a little while and want to take your personal development to the next level, then check out Tiny Leaps Plus. As a member, you'll get access to an exclusive community of listeners who are all dedicated to creating change in their lives. Each month, we do a Zoom call together to set goals, check in with each other, and hold each other accountable. Then we share our wins, losses, and lessons learned inside the private community. You'll also get access to guided resources like our goal-setting worksheet designed to help you take the right action consistently. Tiny Leaps Plus is the next step on your journey to creating the outcomes you want. As a member, I will personally hold you accountable to the things you say you want to accomplish, share advice or experience to help support you, and hold your hand virtually when you find yourself getting stuck. You can join Tiny Leaps Plus today for just $5, and if you aren't happy within 30 days, a full refund will be offered. Head over to www.tinyleapsplus.com today to learn more. That's www.tinyleapsplus.com. Imagine this. You're standing in the grocery store line waiting to check out. All of a sudden, someone cuts in front of you with their shopping cart, rudely. You feel a deep-seated anger rising inside of you toward this stranger, despite being completely calm and level-headed just minutes ago. You want to scream at this person, and tears well up in your eyes from frustration. You've had a rough day and just wanted to buy a few items. Sometimes we react in ways that are out of our character to things that we often regard as minor inconveniences, especially when we're already feeling vulnerable. Today, we're going to be talking about something that might contribute to those reactions. It's a concept that's been gaining popularity and can be overused, but is also somewhat useful at its core. We're going to be talking about the little voice inside of our heads, our inner self, our inner child. What happens when we listen to it? Should we even be listening to it? Our inner child is our inner self, the parts of us that aren't biased. It holds our core fears as a person, all our phobias and things that we may not have fully healed from, especially things that happened in our childhood. It also holds our wildest dreams and ambitions, the courage to go for what we want, how we saw the world before it had a chance to change us. 
While it's often easier to move on from the past and file away things that may have hurt us when we were younger, some psychologists and therapists have begun to explore the idea of listening to that child inside instead of repressing it. In fact, a UK-based psychology and counseling online resource has found that embracing your inner child can help, quote, discover and release repressed emotions, end quote. It can also help identify needs that we have that maybe aren't being met, help us resolve behavior patterns that don't serve us anymore, help us become more creative and playful, and even raise our overall self-respect and self-esteem. Many people turn to the work of Carl Jung as the inception of the idea of having an inner child. Jung included the child self in a list of different parts of ourselves that make up the whole. For Carl Jung, he discovered his childlike self when he acknowledged the loss of his creativity and the loss of interest in things he used to enjoy as a child. In his theory, this childlike part of our psyche can help us reconnect with our past, as well as help us mature into adulthood and realize what it is that we really want from our future. In the 1950s, this idea of an inner child resurfaced in psychology as part of the three states of an ego. The Manchester Institute for Psychotherapy identifies these as the child ego state, the adult ego state, and the parent ego state. This is referred to as transactional analysis, a theory originally founded by Eric Byrne. Byrne identified this childlike state of ego as holding all of the impulses that we were born with, full of childhood memories and experiences. By the 1970s, the inner child concept was adapted by self-help writers and incorporated into the 12-step movement for recovering from addiction. In the year 2000, Susan Anderson, author of The Journey from Abandonment to Healing, made the concept of inner child a bit more tangible for everyday people like you and me. In Susan's research and theory, the inner child is the tender and emotional side of you, holding all of your feelings and your core primal needs. In theory, it's the side of us that is vulnerable, innocent, feels deeply, and is sensitive. When wounded, it can make us cry in the grocery store over a stranger being rude to us. It's the side of us that seeks that instant gratification we get by procrastinating. The side of us that holds our insecurities and fear of abandonment. A wounded inner child can hold the false belief that we are broken. Embracing and developing your inner child is a lot like delving into meditation. It can be scary at first, especially when we don't sit with ourselves and unplug. But there are some simple strategies that you can use to start connecting with that inner self. Number one, do a body scan. Take a moment to sit in silence and listen to your body. Consider how you actually feel from head to toe. Like literally go from the top all the way down and ask yourself, how am I feeling in this area? While you're doing this, fight the distractions and random thoughts, just like meditation. The point is to turn inward and actually check in with yourself. Number two, try to form a dialogue with your inner self. Imagine what you looked like when you were younger, or maybe even look at a childhood picture of yourself and ask yourself, what did this version of you, what does this version of you need at this moment? What are they feeling at this moment? The third strategy is to sit down and let your creativity take over. Draw, color, paint a picture, play with toys, use your imagination. Oftentimes we reconnect with our inner child by having kids of our own. But there's no reason that we need to wait until that. 
We can embrace our inner child now. We can do the things that we loved as a child as a way to reconnect with that person and reconnect with a better understanding of who we are. And lastly, the fourth strategy, sit down and write out a letter to that sensitive side of yourself. Write out everything you are feeling, everything you are thinking, all of the questions that you have about yourself and direct it to your younger self, to the inner child. Oftentimes, that younger version of you would have had answers that you now find complicated. Simply because they did not have a complex view of the world, they are more able to just answer a question. Kids do this all the time. So write yourself a letter and try to answer it from that perspective. Sometimes, especially when we're children, things happen to us that are outside of our control. When we become adults, it becomes our responsibility to nurture ourselves, reassure ourselves, and heal things that may have hurt us when we were defenseless. Exploring that inner child, embracing who you once were, is one way to help make that doable. I hope this episode was helpful to you. Be sure to click subscribe wherever you're tuning in today. Today's episode was written by Sophie Sumter. She is a writer here on the TLBC team. Be sure to connect with her by clicking the link in the description of this episode. Also, if you want to dive deeper into this topic, there are resources, as always, that are linked up in the description of this episode. So check those out as well. I highly, highly encourage you to do so. Listen, if you haven't already, consider joining Tiny Leaps Plus. It is the next step on your personal development journey. I would love to be a part of your journey with you and help you along the way just as much as you will be helping me. That is the point of Tiny Leaps Plus. It's everyone helping everyone else. Head over to www.tinyleapsplus.com today to learn more or to join for just $5. I've been Greg Clunas. Thank you so much for tuning in. And remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day.